What up? It is Monday, February 1st, and this is the Everything is Marketing podcast. My name is Eric Hulkerin, and before we get into everything, since it's caucus day, I figure we'll talk a little caucus action. Although I'm still unsure why cockeye isn't the plural of caucus, because I think that's a funnier word, but it is what it is. Before we get there, we are going to talk about Super Bowl this week. We're certainly going to talk about the Deadpool marketing campaign, because it is on fire right now. Uh, and we're going to talk about the Conversation Commerce article that I'm, I'm super excited about. And if you've not read it, we'll go through it at some point this week. And speaking of the Super Bowl, like I said, we will get into all the ad stuff. But the prop bets came out today. And I think my two favorite right now, there are 50 of them, so you can pick your own. My two favorite are the amount of times that John Fox's name is going to be mentioned. And as a Bears fan, you know why I'm kind of into that one. And two, whether or not there's going to be an earthquake during the Super Bowl. So uh, prop bets, you can uh, get your prop bet action on today. And without further ado, let's jump into it. It is the Everything is Marketing Podcast. Marketers ruin everything. Welcome to the Everything is Marketing Podcast. What I don't want to do is to pretend this is show number one. What would the hero of your life's movie do right now? Do that. Do those things. What's up, y'all? It is the Everything is Marketing Podcast. My name is Eric Hulkerin, and I know uh, it's been kind of hit or miss in the month of January. There's been a lot of traveling happening, and that, as far as I know, is over. So these should be on a more regular basis. Plus, this week I'm on vacation, so I can do a lot of these. So here we are on Monday, we'll get Tuesday, and so forth. Uh, so today is caucus day, and uh, that means in Iowa it is essentially the open. Uh, if you can think November 15th is the opening of deer season here in the state of Michigan, this is the opening of election season officially. All of the stuff leading up to this has been kind of the precursor to this thing. So if you're wondering, okay, what's the, because my wife asked me this the other day, what's the difference between a caucus and a primary? And so the idea of a caucus is it's a neighborhood meeting. It's actually an Algonquin term for meeting of tribal leaders. So based off of that word, we get the word caucus. And so what's going to happen tonight is people are going to gather in the hundreds across hundreds of sites across the state and talk about why they're supporting said candidate. So unlike a primary where you will just walk into a booth and, and click a button, right? This is a robust should be a robust discussion about the candidate and why you support that candidate. And so if you're wondering, okay, well, why are we doing this in Iowa? They've been doing it in Iowa like this since 1972. And why? Well, there's not really a great explanation for that. I think the best explanation that I've read is that Iowa isn't first because it's important. Iowa is important because it's first. There's a nuance there, but you, you get the gist, right? There's no hard and fast rule why we're in Iowa, but because we're in Iowa heretofore, it's important. And so what's going to happen tonight? Well, okay, you've been watching these candidates running around Iowa doing all the things that, you know, Donald Trump was at a church service yesterday. Uh, Bernie Sanders and Hillary Clinton are running Snapchat campaigns. So they're, they're doing everything they possibly can to get as much attention, as much marketing in their corner. Because this, like I said, this is a little bit tougher than a primary in that you actually have a group of live human beings that are going to discuss why they're into you or might not show up at all if they're not into you. So that there's a lot riding on Iowa and then, of course, New Hampshire, which is why, if you're into politics and election season, you might have noticed that a couple of the candidates spent the weekend in New Hampshire. Why? Well, they know that the game might be over in Iowa, so why not get a head start on phase two, which is going to be New Hampshire. And the other thing I find really interesting about the caucus in Iowa is how it's different from party to party. So if you're a Democrat, this is what happens. Caucus goers show up today to support said candidate after speeches, and then they go where they're going to gather and discuss it. 
And if said candidate does not get at least 15%, this is for Democrats only, doesn't get 15% of the room backing him or her, those supporters that are in that room, they have to go to another room for another viable candidate and back that person until they get more than 15%. For Republicans, once the speeches are over, there's a secret ballot, much like a primary, and no headcount. So I'm not real sure because I really dig politics, but I'm not a super nerd about politics. I'm not really sure why there's that big of a difference or why Democrats want to do it in the way that they physically have to have 15% of people essentially raise their hand live and in public versus Republicans who are doing mimicking more an actual primary. But that's what's going to happen tonight. So Republicans, secret ballot, no head count. Said person likely gets the nomination, except if it's Donald Trump, then we open up a whole interesting marketing discussion. And then for Democrats, if let's say Hillary Clinton doesn't get 15% of the caucuses that are around Hillary Clinton, all of those people have to essentially go to Bernie Sanders, back him, and move on. There's one more thing that's interesting about Iowa, and that is the demographics of Iowa. It is, I believe, at last look, 87.1% white. It's not an accurate reflection of what's going on in the United States of America, which is another reason why some people who are into this are not into the caucus, because Iowa specifically is not, like I said, a slice of Americana. However, it is part of Americana and sets the tempo for what's going to come. And bucking the natural trend that you're probably doing right now, Barack Obama had a great outing in Iowa. Alan Keyes, great outing in Iowa. Jesse Jackson, great outing in Iowa. So where your brain goes logically doesn't necessarily hold true because the Iowans that are part of the caucuses seem to be really into the political process and paying really, really close attention to what's going on. So although the 87.1% should make you pause, the outcomes seem to make you pause and then go, okay, we probably should discuss why Iowa is Iowa, but okay. So that's what you're going to get tonight on caucus night as we find out Essentially, who's going to be the frontrunner as we head to New Hampshire? And then after that, we'll likely figure out what's going to happen as we get to the polls closer to November as the marketing gets super crazy. And I mean, I cannot even I, I haven't done the due diligence because I'm embarrassed of what the number is going to be. I cannot even imagine what the spending is going to be like after these are over when we have to go to the general population. And you're not just focusing on essentially two parts of the country, Midwest and the East Coast, all bets are off when it opens up nationwide. And one more thing before we bounce for today, because I am super into what they did in 2008, and it seems like J.J. Abrams and crew are doing the same thing for Cloverfield Lane. The marketing behind that movie was amazing, and it looks like they're doing a lot of the same thing. So in 2008, there was a fake drilling company, uh, and all of the employees at the drilling company had MySpace accounts. All the characters in the movie had MySpace accounts. Those characters' MySpace accounts shut down, essentially, on the day the movie was released, because, of course, spoiler alert, I'll pause if you haven't seen it. You can stop playing the podcast right now in three, two, one. They all die. So the drilling company, which has been seen in a bunch of, which has been seen in a bunch of J.J. Abrams projects like Star Trek, uh, they make the fictional drink Slusho, which is made from the seabed nectar, which of course is what awakens the Cloverfield monster. And here we go. So uh, that website, Terragato, T-A-G-R-U-A-T-O, launched again 
recently with an email from Vanessa Gowan, who is the Employee of the Month for January 2016. In the trailer, you see them drinking a new product by this company called Swamp Pop. And if you go to the Swamp Pop website, that product is sold out and seems to be specifically designed for living in an underground shelter, which is what the characters are doing in the trailer. And apparently, if you order the Swamp Pop, they come with puzzle pieces. And if you collect all the puzzle pieces, they create a puzzle of the Eiffel Tower, which I'm assuming the characters are building in the trailer. And this is just the tip of the iceberg of the stuff they're doing. And so I, I said we're going to talk about Deadpool this week, and we certainly are. And Deadpool is doing the same but different from J.J. Abrams. They are doing a remarkable job marketing that movie, and we'll get into that later this week. But what I like about this one is it attempts to tell a story before a story. If we think back to when Force Awakened came out, and the very first thing I said the podcast after that was that when I left, I was surprised there was nothing for me to consume because that movie has so many questions that you walk out thinking. It was weird to me there wasn't something else to pick up immediately to satiate that feeding, right, or the interest, where... Cloverfield Lane and Cloverfield, its predecessor, has all that stuff at the beginning. There's all of this backstory. So if you are really into the movie right now, you could start doing research and have it going into the movie. If you're not super on top of it or super into the movie, when the movie is out, you're going to start to see these things popping up and you can go back and research and research and research. In the show notes today, I will put the story from IGN that covers all of the insane stuff that Cloverfield did last time around, as well as the article that shows you where we're going from io9 today uh, as we head to Cloverfield Lane. But some very cool stuff happening in the movie sector this week, so I wanted to make sure we hit on that. Have an amazing Monday. Tomorrow, my birthday. I turn 42. Am I scared? Not at all. Am I excited? No, I'm not much of a birthday person. But I thought I would say it to you because some people really like to celebrate my birthday. Those people don't tend to be me. Okay? Have a great day. We will talk tomorrow. It is the Everything is Marketing podcast.